Do 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 do. Hello, my lovely listener. Um, my name is Rachel, uh, and this is my podcast. Hashtag, hashtag, just quarantine things. I could redo that take, but I won't because here on hashtag just quarantine things, we like to keep things casual. We like to keep flowing, and this is totally not. The third time I've started over the podcast and I'm just sick of redoing it. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm just going to keep this take and use it. This is my only take. Totally my only take. Anyways, um, and anyway, my name is Rachel. Um, I already said that, but... You know, I wanted to tell you a little bit about myself before I kind of go snowballing into this whole endeavor. Um, So, uh, let's see. I am a 23-year-old woman from Michigan. Uh, Awesome state, you know. Uh, Very beautiful uh, state parks. Um, And... You know, I've been all over the state. I have lived in multiple places um, in this beautiful state. Um, I love Michigan. Um, I don't know if I'll ever move. We'll see what happens. Um, Well, that's not true. I actually am moving to Chicago. But anyways, um, that is for later. Oh, God, I'm already messing up this podcast. Um... Um, anyways, we are talking about me, I suppose, which is not something you'll catch me doing on future podcasts, I hope, because I don't like to talk about myself that much. But in a nutshell, uh, I'm here and I'm recording my voice in the hopes that people will listen to it and feel a little bit of happiness in this dark, dark time. Um, We are currently, for context, in day who knows what of this global pandemic known as COVID-19. And, you know, it's hard not to feel a little bit down sometimes, but what I'm hoping this podcast will do is, even if it's a half hour long or if it's an hour long, I haven't really decided yet how long I want it to be, um... I just hope that, you know, it brings a little bit of joy into the kind of hard times we have hit at this moment. Um, For context, and again, a little bit more about me, uh, I am a healthcare worker. So I actually, other than going to work, uh, I have mostly self-isolated from the outside world. This is my third day I've spent in my house because I have a few days off of work as my weekend off. Uh, And I am bored. I am lonely. I am trying not to be too sad. Although this gray day really isn't helping out that much. But, you know... I'm going to put all those emotions aside and I'm going to take, you know, a half hour or 45 minutes or how, again, however long this ends up being and talking with you guys and 
trying to, you know, give us a little something to smile about today. So that's what I'm up to. Uh, again, I'm quarantining myself somewhat, um, with the exception of work and the grocery stores and gas stations and such. Um, uh, I work with people who uh, are an at-risk population for catching the virus, and so I do not want to contaminate myself in any way and then go into work and then pass it on to them. Uh, I have no doubt that I could probably survive the virus if I got it, but I am not as confident that my patients could um, survive. So I'm doing this for them and them alone uh, and to protect my family members who I live with. Um, because, you know, I care about my family, I care about my patients, and I don't want to see anyone get sick, uh, and I would hate it if I was the one getting them sick, so here I am inside day three. It's awesome. So in my extra spare time that I now have, um, I thought that I would start this lovely podcast of just talking about life, talking about happy things, funny stories I have, um, and just kind of highlighting some of the things that I'm doing on my quarantine days. And I hope, again, that you guys find it at least somewhat amusing, um, because my goal really is to kind of uplift people and make them feel a little bit happy. Um, So without further ado, let's jump into it. Um, I have a very loose structure to this podcast. Um, I want to do it to do a little bit about me to start out just so you don't you get to know the stranger behind the microphone a little bit. And if you guys have any questions um, uh, like about me, you could feel free to ask them. I'm going to post uh, a new Twitter and Facebook page um, in the description for this podcast so that um, if you have future questions you want to ask me, then you may ask away. Um, and they, these can be like funny questions. These can be questions about me. They can be questions about life. Um, anything you want, really. Uh, feel free to ask me questions and I will try to answer them on my next podcast. Anyways, so I wanted to talk a little bit about me and then uh, do some questions and then maybe have a daily song or quote that we talk about uh, and then share a funny story. And then, yeah, that's about it. That's that's all I've got. Again, this is very loosely structured, as you may have already noticed. (laughs) Oh, man. So, wow, we're already seven and a half minutes into this, and I hope everyone's not bored. Okay, so I'm going to kick it off with some questions. Um, Somebody asked me, and these are honestly questions I've just collected from friends um, for this first pod, um, because I don't really have, you know, any fans currently, uh, since this is literally the first episode. Um, I would not expect to have fans. But maybe for the next few ones, who knows? Maybe I'll get questions from random strangers and 
try to, you know, give y'all a little, you know, tidbit on what I think of your questions. So one of my friends asked me uh, if they had, if I had any recipe ideas for them during this quarantine. Now that is a great question. Um, And I will happily share my latest recipe that I cooked. I actually cooked it um, from New York Times cooking. Shout out New York Times. Uh, They have a lot of super great recipes on their cooking app. So this recipe that I made is called Creamy Braised White Beans by Allie Slagle. I really hope I pronounced your name right, Allie. If not, then I apologize. Um, So they, and it's a yield of four servings, which for me, it was like, this is a lot. And I definitely had more than four servings of worth by the end of it. But anyways, um, and the time was 25 minutes. I'd probably say 35, but I'm a really slow cook, like in general. Like anytime a recipe says like an hour, I'm going to be taking at least an hour and a half because, you know, I like to chop things delicately and it takes me a while to kind of read through and, you know, try to figure out which steps to do. I'm, I'm just very slow at cooking in general. So... Um, the recipe calls for, um, one tablespoon unsalted butter, a head of garlic, a cup of whole milk, um, a can of chickpeas, a can of white beans, excuse me, and, um, a thyme spring, two sages, or one bay leaf. Honestly, I think I use just thyme. I don't think I put a bay leaf in or anything like that. And I definitely didn't use a thyme sprig. I definitely just used some, like, thyme, just as it is. Um, some dried thyme, that is. Um, and then an eighth teaspoon of ground nutmeg, allspice, or garam masala. I definitely use nutmeg. Um, and that really tasted good. You can kind of taste it throughout. Um, kosher salt and black pepper. And then some other stuff that I didn't use. Um, so in general, when making this, um, I I put... I, I don't like mincing my garlic anymore. I like almost putting it in just whole or sliced. Um, so what I basically did is I put some garlic in some butter um, and let that cook for a little bit. And uh, then I added... Uh, instead of whole milk, I used a cup of um, heavy cream. And then I put a can of chickpeas in, a can of white beans in. And it recommended that you put the can of chickpeas in with its liquid. I know that's a little bit odd. Like usually you drain your beans and you rinse them out and all that stuff. But I, I, put, I did what they said. I put in the liquid. And guys, it tasted pretty darn good. Like I'm not going to lie. I actually really like this recipe. Um, I put the spices in. I put uh, probably like a half teaspoon of thyme and then a quarter teaspoon of nutmeg. And you just kind of let it go until the cream, the creaminess gets really thickened. Um, so it's going to look really liquidy at first, but then over like a half hour or so, 
um, you just kind of let it simmer and then the cream eventually thickens. And I actually really like this recipe. Although I gotta say, if I did it again, I would probably um, add artichokes to it. I know this sounds really bizarre, but it had this wonderful creamy kind of almost savory um, uh, uh, taste to it. And I think if you just quartered some artichokes, that would taste amazing in this. Um, so that would be my recommendation, honestly. Um, uh, so yeah, I think that would be my one big quarantine recipe for the week. Um, if this is something you guys are interested in, maybe I'll do some more recipes in the future. Um, again, I don't own that recipe. You know, it's obviously from the New York Times. Thanks, New York Times. You're a lifesaver. Um, and obviously I did not follow the recipe exactly. I tend not to follow recipes exactly, uh, because I'm weird. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you this guy something. Um, I used to work for, um, a bakery. I know this is really weird. Like it was my, my first jobs and, um, I baked things at like four o'clock in the morning and it totally was a wacky time. But anyways, my, the head baker, um, was a, a lovely woman. She was one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Um, I don't talk to her that much anymore and I miss her for sure. But this was at least four years ago now. So it's been a while. Um, she still wishes me happy birthday sometimes on Facebook, which is awesome of her. Um, and so I hope she's doing well. Shout out to you. You know who you are. Um... I love you and I miss you. But anyways, she once told me while we were baking together that cooking is an art. Baking is a science. And that is absolutely true in my opinion. Um, baking, you have to follow the recipe exactly. Otherwise, you totally screw it up. Everything just turns into Play-Doh and it's a lost cause. But cooking is very much like, oh, maybe I'll just add a little of this and maybe I'll add a little of that. And then voila, you know, it turns out beautifully. Um, baking, you cannot do that. You have to follow the recipe exactly. Otherwise, it's totally just awful. Um, so yeah, if you have, if you end up making this for any reason and you want to like share it with me, like you know, I'll definitely, if you post a picture of it somewhere, I'll definitely, you know, give you a retweet or whatever. Um, so if you end up doing that, um, kudos to you. And um, if you end up adding anything to it, just like let me know. And then we can talk about, you know, what you did, uh, what ingredients you added, what you left out. Or maybe, you know, I know this isn't the most vegan friendly recipe because it does have heavy cream. But, you know, if you vegans out there find some, you know, uh, something like creative you did with the dish, like I would be happy to hear about it. So yeah, just let me know on that one. And then what else? Um, okay, so somebody asked me, uh, another friend asked me uh, what crafts I'm doing and what future projects I want to work on. Uh, so super thank you to the person that asked me that. That person knows me really well. Um, my Instagram page is like all of my arts and crafts going ons <laughs> at the moment. Um, and then just some like books I read or music I listen to. Um, so 
I love arts and crafts. I will say that again. I love arts and crafts. Um, I mostly do crafts. I'm not much of an art person. Um, although I do, I guess I am part of the performing arts because if you don't know me, you, you might not know that I play the violin. Um, and I've been playing it since I was six. So long time, uh, playing that instrument. I'd say I'm pretty good, you know, proficient in most basic music concepts. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I, I used to play in two orchestras while I was in college, had a great time doing that. Um, I still play music on occasion, although not as often anymore. Although now that we're on quarantine, I might just, you know, pop that sucker out and try to learn some new tunes. Um, but anyways, um, what was I talking about? Wow. See, this is, again, if I ever have a guest on this podcast, they're going to be so confused as to my style. They'll be like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? And because I think what is happening right now is I'm trying to have a conversation with myself, which is something that I almost never do. Um, I do talk to myself sometimes, but that's mostly like to encourage myself. Like if I'm going to jump into like a cold body of water, then I'm like, Rachel, you can do this. Just go for it. Go. One, two, three, go. And those are almost exclusively all the times I talk to myself. But anyways, so I guess you could say I'm part of the performing arts. But in terms of crafts, I love doing crafts. Um, I used to do a little bit more doodling. I don't doodle as much anymore. I used to just kind of break out Sharpies and draw abstract objects, um, and you know, whatever just kind of came into my brain. Um, but I don't doodle as much anymore. Again, I should totally take that up now that we're under quarantine. We'll see. Um, and I love to, um, honestly, my main crafts are mainly, um, knitting, crocheting, and sewing. Not a big fan of needlepoint. So sorry, needlepointers. Um, I just do not have the patience for it. I feel like, and plus I poke myself way too much. I'm like such a baby. Uh, I'll poke myself and go, ow! Uh, But yeah, no, I just, uh, I love, 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 love crocheting and sewing and knitting. Um, so, and I'm pretty basic at all of those. So I'm not like some sort of genius making these like amazing things. Um, I mostly make like scarves, blankets, hats, um, in terms of crocheting and then, you know, knitting, I knit scarves. I, I'm, I'm going to see if I can try to make a pair of mittens or something like that, but I don't know. I I find most knitting patterns very confusing. And, you know, they have all those little abbreviations. I don't know what they mean. I mean, I suppose I could Google it and try to, you know, watch some YouTube tutorials and learn more, but I don't know. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. But anyways, um, yeah, I love um, crocheting very much. It's probably my favorite pastime outside of sewing, 
but sewing it kind of is more involved in crocheting you could just pull it right out you know start whipping up a pair of you know some scarves or whatever you feel like um what I'd really like to do is I would really like to learn how to make those like crocheted little stuffed animal things um I think that'd be really really fun uh I imagine that changing yarn on those are is just a nightmare because if you've got like something multicolored and you have to change the yarn like a million times I hate changing yarn it's one of my least favorite things to do but anyways Wow, I'm getting really carried away. This is a crazy podcast. Um, so, yeah, um, I am crocheting... The, the projects I'm working on right now, I should say. Um, I'm crocheting a baby blanket for a friend who will remain nameless. It's actually a surprise. Uh, this is a friend of mine who has two kids. Um, so I am going to uh, finish crocheting this baby blanket. It's made out of really soft yarn, um, big plush yarn. Uh, I really like it and it's going to be machine washable, which is awesome. And then actually right behind me, I am finishing up a quilt that's resting on my chair. Um, it's a baby quilt again for one of my friend's babies. And, um, Excuse me, sorry. Sometimes I hiccup and it's just the worst. Um, okay, now I'm done. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm, uh, so I just finished basting a quilt. And what basting means is when you got a quilt, essentially, uh, it's three layers. So you got the top part, which is like the pretty part that you design and stuff like that. And for me, I usually just do squares. So I do a bunch of multicolored squares. I cut them out. I sew them all together and that makes the top part. And then you've got a bottom part, which is your, uh, the like the back of the quilt. And usually I just do mine all one color. Like I leave the, the fun side is the top side and the business side is the bottom side. So anyways, um, I... Yeah, I usually do one fabric, one color for the bottom. And then the middle is your batting. And what batting is, is it's a material that's a little bit thicker that's going to kind of like bulk up your quilt. So um, I think for this quilt, I want to say it's a blend of cotton and polyester, although I'm I really might be making that up off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, I want to say it's cotton and poly. That sounds right. I could just go, well, no, I threw away the, the wrapping. So I definitely don't have it lying around right now to look at. Sorry, dudes. Sorry if you're disappointed. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, so top, middle is the batting, makes it nice and warm. Bottom is business. So I got, um, and this, this quilt that I made that is in the process of, I'm binding it right now. Um, and essentially what binding means is you take a strip of fabric that you want to be the, um, to be the edge essentially of the whole quilt and you sew that on, which is a kind of complicated process. So I won't actually go into it right now. Um, because I don't want to bore anyone to death about quilt making. Um, 
I don't know. If you guys want to hear about it, you may absolutely ask me in next time's questions. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, I would love to, uh, just ramble on and on about quilting, but I'll stop. Um, yeah, so those are the two main projects I'm working on. Um, what I really want to do is, um, I've got my messy closet to the right of me and what I'd really like to do is I'd like to sort through all my clothes and like essentially use the Marie Kondo method and Marie Kondo my closet um, so that I, you know, sort out the stuff that I want that sparks joy and then take the old stuff and like deconstruct it and essentially make something new out of it. So all of my shirts that I just love that I haven't worn in like a year or two Instead of like donating them, I'm going to like scrap them all up and sew them into a big old quilt or something like that. Um, or maybe I'll make a skirt out of them. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to do something with them because I just, you know, I end up donating all like all this clothing like once a year or once every six months. And instead, you know, I've got all this time on quarantine. I think I'm just going to like make something out of it. Which should be fun. I'm actually really excited. So that's kind of like this week's project for me. Um, after I finish the blanket and the quilt is I'm going to kind of destroy and build something new uh, out of my old clothes. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of really excited about that. Um, yeah, so those are my current projects. Um, future projects, yeah. Um, I... That, that closet project is the main project I want to be working on. And then uh, I might go back to making quilts for friends or um, what I'd really like to do is I'd really like to kind of try to see if there's any members of the community who need um, like blankets or anything like that or hats and then try to donate them uh, where I can, where it's useful. Um, that's kind of a little passion of mine. I originally wanted to, um, I, I was crocheting some baby hats for, uh, little ones who maybe were in the NICU or something like that at my local hospital. But then it turns out that for, I guess for sanitary reasons that they weren't accepting hat donations anymore for their babies, which it's a little bit sad, but, you know, I totally understand at the same time. Like, you have no idea where those hats come from, and they could be full of germs and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I get it. But anyways, another question. Um, who's my favorite neighbor and why? That is a great question. Um, I don't honestly know all of my neighbors. Um, I know all the neighbors kind of adjacent to me. But in my little neighborhood, I don't know everyone. Um, my favorite neighbors, that's kind of, I don't like picking favorites, but I will tell you about the neighbors who live across from me and the neighbors who live to my right. Um, the neighbors who live across from me are wonderful people. They, um, I am a few years older than their son. They, it's, their son is an only child. Um, and they used to, uh, pay me to babysit him. Uh, and they have the two most adorable little cats. They're so stinking cute. And the, when they were just kittens, I would go over and I would babysit 
their son and I would get to play with the cats at the same time. And even though I'm allergic to cats, which is a true fact, I am allergic to cats. Um, I just love, you know, petting them. They were so snuggly and stuff like that. It was just so, oh, so much cuteness just wrapped into one little animal or rather two little animals. But yeah, so that's one of my neighbors. That's my neighbors across the street. And then the neighbors to my right um, are uh, some awesome people. I grew up with them. Um, they used to live a couple doors down, but then they moved into a house closer to me. Um, I don't remember what their reason was for that move, but whatever. Um, and they had three daughters. And uh, I was the oldest of the the three like it used to be that the three their three daughters and my sister and I would all play together the five of us and I was the oldest of the five of us and I think their oldest was one year younger than me and then their second oldest was two or three years younger than me no it was the same age as my sister and then um their youngest was about five years younger than me wait no that's not even right their youngest is a lot younger than me because yeah 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 yeah. so she must be five or six years younger than me sorry i'm this is like totally rambling and whatnot but i just am having a terrible memory right now and i'm gonna pause for a sip of water pause Okay, I'm back. That was... It, I am getting a lot thirstier than I thought it would be doing this, so I had to pause for some water. Anyways, so the five of us would play together all the time when we were younger. Um, and we both had play sets, and so, you know, sometimes we go to their play set, sometimes we go over, over to our play set. And then... Um, yeah, we just like played a ton of games. When we got a little bit older, we started playing some like console games. I think uh, we had a Wii, and so we used to play the Wii a lot. Um, we didn't have any like PlayStation games or anything like that. Um, I I had a Nintendo DS growing up, um, but that's not very you know you know conducive to group play. So because um, not everyone had a Nintendo DS, I think it was just me me and their oldest so yeah no I um loved playing with them growing up uh we used to play Mario Kart together when we got a little bit older um but when we were younger it was just kind of like make-believe uh tag you know those like really essential kid games that I just loved to play um so yeah so those are my neighbors um now they I'm out of college and their middle and their middle is um in still in college and then their youngest is just about to go to college so that's a lot of fun yeah shout out to you guys you know who you are I love you all you know we had a great childhood together and you know I think we're gonna be hanging out during this quarantine so you know Text me. (laughs) Anyways. Let's take another question from my 
my lovely friends who asked me some questions. Um, someone asked me how to stay productive during quarantine. Um, that is a great question. Um, I, you know, this is definitely something I struggle with. Like today was my third day kind of isolated and I am really struggling with how to stave off the kind of boredom that ensues. Um, I am continuing on my crafts, like I'm making progress on my blanket and my and on my quilt. So that's something that I've done to stay productive. Um, I like to cook and I like to make smoothies. Um, so if that's something you like to do, I would definitely recommend doing that. Um, I would learn like how to kind of do portion control. I think that's something that I really want to work on. Um, because I tend to make things in like way too big proportions and then I spend like the entire week just eating that one meal, which then turns out very boring. So, you know, I make something that says it's for four people without really thinking about it. And then I'm like, oh, I guess I've got dinner for the next four nights. So that can be kind of annoying. Um, so I think something we can all work on is kind of like portion control, like learning to make meals. Um, if you're, if you're not like feeding your family, if you're just feeding yourself, then, you know, making meals for one or for two, um, is like kind of a art to learn in itself. So I would say cooking and, uh, thinking about portions is like really a great way to spend your time. Uh, making smoothies is also a great way to spend your time. Um, I can make a mean green smoothie. I love making green smoothies. Um, basically what I do is I just put all my favorite fruits in, you know, whether it's like peaches, bananas, mangoes, uh, strawberries, whatever. And then I just literally load it with like three cups of spinach and then it immediately turns green and it's delicious. Uh, you can't taste the spinach at all. Highly recommend it. Um, yeah. And that, and when I put that all in the blender, that gives me really like two or three smoothies worth. So that's good. Anyways, um, staying productive. Um, it's always nice to catch up on books that you haven't, you know, been able to read for whatever reason, like you're too busy at work or your, you know, life is just, you know, really you know, busy, busy, busy. Um, now is a great time to read some books. Um, I have a book picked out that I'd like to start, um, called, um, Eleanor is completely fine or something like that. Wait, hold on. I'm going to pull it out because. Oh, no. It's called Eleanor Oliphant. Oliphant? Oliphant? I don't know. It's completely fine by Gail Honeyman. Um, so, yeah, that's something that I've wanted to start. And uh, I'm definitely going to start probably tonight um, to kind of occupy myself during this quarantine. Um, if you are any type of builder or craftsman or, you know, you just like tinkering with things uh, now, again, now is the greatest time to kind of experiment and, you know, mess around with things. I was never much of a builder myself, but, you know, even like doing something simple, like playing with Legos is a really fun thing to do. Excuse me. I had to hiccup again. Um... Uh, so if you just like get a Lego set off of Amazon and just spend your time doing some Legos, I think that's like a great use of your time. And then at the end you can, you know, eat, if it's something you want to like, if you just want to free build and just make something 
like totally off of your imagination, that's great. Or if you want to like follow the directions and, you know, make, you know, a Death Star or something like that with those Star Wars Legos, I mean, more power to you. You know, either option is just fantastic. So that's something that you can do that you can tinker with. Um, What else? I honestly, I've really been using this time to like reconnect with friends and with family. Um, I am giving my grandparents a call tonight and I have been spending the last few days like just texting some of my friends that I haven't seen in a little while. You know, how you doing? Are you staying safe? Uh, how's life? You know, uh, all that, all those kinds of questions. Um, and I've been getting back into some things like I barely ever use Facebook and I barely ever use Snapchat. So I've been like, you know, Snapchatting some people. Uh, and, you know, Facebook messaging some people, trying to get involved in local groups. And then honestly, guys, the one thing that you could do that would be a great use of your time is volunteering. I know it's a little bit scary to kind of like put yourself out there sometimes. Like I get it. I totally, totally get it. Um, but this is again, a scary time. It can be really a scary time for a lot of people. And there are some people who really need to quarantine like nobody's business. And that's the elderly, the immunocompromised and people like that. And people who are really at risk for getting infected need to stay inside. And, you know, if you know someone, if you've got a neighbor who's, um, who's really quarantined like that, um, Maybe consider, like, if you are in a snowy area, shoveling their driveway. Or if they need, like, a home-cooked meal, maybe cook them a meal or something like that. Or do something simple, like write them a nice note and, you know, put it in their mailbox or under their door or something like that. Um, anything you can do to cheer up your friends and neighbors in this kind of trying time, I think is definitely worth your energy. Um... I am, uh, I've put an application into the Red Cross to start volunteering with the Red Cross and I'm hoping that they'll respond within the next few days so I can start like actually helping some people who might be affected by the virus. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I think I also am going to try to get connected to some resources through United Way and volunteer through them. Uh, because they're really connected to local um, resources here in my city. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now. Um, so yeah, if if you have like a big Red Cross presence in your area, I would highly recommend maybe giving them a call and seeing if they need any help with anything. Or if not, like maybe check out your community food bank. They might be running low on some things. Um, so, and maybe consider either donating some food or donating some money to them. That might go a long way. Um, so yeah, those are some things that I would consider being productive. Um, and if you're kind of on your own and you're, um, just, you know, a little bit lonely, just really consider reaching out to people via the internet. Like, I think Reddit is a great way to meet new people. Um, you know, obviously Facebook, some of your friends. Um, but, you know, on Reddit, they've got this subreddit called R for R, like R and then the letter four and then R. 
and you know people meet each other through there all the time and you can specify that you want just to talk with people online and um i'm sure you would get a couple of bites you know um and yeah so self-care is really important and if self-care for you is like reaching out and trying to talk to new people then i'd recommend that and if self-care is just kind of like making a warm cup of tea or coffee and watching some good old-fashioned tv if that's your version of self-care do it because you know we all really need to be make sure that we take care of ourselves first because otherwise we're not going to be able to take care of anyone else so self-care is extremely important guys all right, next question. Um, actually, I'm going to, let's see. I want to answer a similar question, actually. Um, and this is going to be the last question to answer for today, um, which is what forms of self-care do I practice? So this is a great, um, again, a great question. I tend to... When I get sad or I get down or I get lonely, um, I tend to look to the physical first. Like, did I get enough sleep? And if so, if I didn't, do I need a nap? Um, do Am I hydrated? Have I fed myself recently? Am I warm enough? You know, those basic questions I try to answer first. And then I kind of look to social needs. Like, when was the last time I checked in with some of my friends? When was the last time I talked to my family? When was the last time, you know, I went out in public and, you know, saw some strangers? Because believe it or not, I think it's healthy to really go out into public sometimes. And even if it's just like sitting in a coffee shop, I think it's important to kind of expose yourself to the outside world. Um, and then really... Um, yeah, so those social needs, emotional needs, like, do I feel like I need to cry right now? Do I feel like I need to laugh right now? Do I feel like I just want to smile and be content? Um, what do I feel like I need in terms of, like, emotions? Um, do I, I don't know, do I need to, like, when was the last time I talked to my therapist, you know, when... Uh, what would she recommend that I do in my, in this current emotional state? And then those are kind of things that I try to implement. Um, and in terms of activities, uh, going outside, going for a walk is a great thing to do. If you're feeling up to it, I know that sometimes you're not feeling up to it. Believe me, I've been there. Um, and if that's the case, then I try to make myself somewhat active inside, um, so if I've been like sitting in bed for a while, I'll try to get up and go downstairs or I'll try to get off the couch and maybe do a few laps around the kitchen. Um, and in general, I think it's important to usually get yourself moving if you've been sedentary for a certain amount of time um, because you want to kind of change, if you can change your physical uh, uh, oh, shoot, what's the word I'm looking for? If you can kind of change your physical orientation and get your, and your, get your limbs kind of like the blood flowing back to your extremities and stuff like that, then changes in your body, I think, can affect your mental state just as much. So 
I usually recommend getting up and going, moving somewhere, you know, even if it's just kind of around the house. And then, um, I, let's see, in general, I really like to do some of my favorite hobbies. Like I love, you know, I obviously love crafting. We already heard about that. Um, you know, maybe watching one of my favorite shows, um, coloring something, um, chatting with friends, you know, just kind of like I'll reach out to someone that I haven't reached out to in a little while and talk to them. Uh, and yeah, you know, uh, that's about it. I can think of, uh, yeah, I, it, believe me guys, I've spent a long time trying to develop techniques of self-care. Um, it's really, really important that you treat yourself with love and kindness and respect because, you know, at the end of the day, you're the only person who has to live with yourself a hundred percent of the time. And so it, you should do whatever it takes to keep your body and your mind as happy and as respected and as loved as possible. So yeah, I think, I think that's actually how I want to close out this podcast because I think in general, um, I really want to keep this podcast about trying to be happy, trying to practice self-care, try to love yourself and stuff like that. So I think that this is a really good note to end this podcast on. Um, again, uh, I'm going to be creating a Twitter page, a Facebook page for um, this show. Uh, I'm going to try to publish this on iTunes and Spotify as soon as I can. Um and if you want to reach out to me, ask me questions, give me some new ideas for the next podcast, I really super appreciate it. Um, otherwise, it's just going to be kind of me talking like this again for <laughs> another 45 minutes or so next time. Because um, yeah, we've approached the, we've passed the 45 minute mark. Anyways, um, I really hope you guys are staying safe out there. You know, wash your hands, practice social distancing. Um, Try not to go out in public as much as you can. Um, Just stay safe, guys. Use your common sense. Um, uh, I want to say that to all my friends and family, I love you. To all the strangers out there who might be listening to this, I love you too. Um, And just, again, stay safe. Take care of yourselves. Okay, bye-bye.